Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hello and welcome to another episode at Women Thrive. I'm so excited to have you back here for another amazing conversation with one of our special guests. Today, I have business mentor and business architect, Polly Shevchikova. Hi, Polly. How are you today? Hi, Ray. Thank you for having me. And I have an amazing day and I'm looking forward to what we will be talking about. Yes, of course. And actually today we're talking about how can women have it all and how to create a life and business of limitless possibilities. I'm excited to be speaking to my guest today because I know a little bit more about her story than probably most because she has written a chapter in our Women Thrive book and her story is truly inspirational. And so I want to introduce you, Polly, to you. She is a business architect and mentor who helps business owners design their businesses and, and lives, combining strategy and energy work. She believes that women can have it all without having to sacrifice and do it with ease. And this is exactly what she helps her clients to do. So today we are talking about how to create life and business of limitless possibilities. Polly, just introduce yourself a little bit to our audience. Where are you based? Anything else about yourself? Thank you. And yes, I'm from Czech Republic. I've been in business for my entire life because I grew up in Italy. I'm half Russian. I live in Czech Republic. And all the languages helped me so I could teach and translate since I was, I think, 15. For this last decade, I've been a mother and a business owner and a wife. So it's been quite challenging. <laughs> so I can put it really gently there. And, but it helped me. It helped me a lot. It helped me see what my priorities are, what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do for money or for, I don't know, for my beliefs and happiness. And this is what I really love about my work, that we can really tune in our our vision and create the life of our dreams. And I know that this passion is perhaps a little bit deeper than most people would realize today. Of course. Have it all, sometimes it's a myth. <laughs> sometimes people think, 
Well, there has to be sacrifices. And as you mentioned, you had to learn the hard way through some your own personal challenges. So tell me a little bit more behind the scenes. Take me back to what has helped you really to create a life that feels more effortless today than it was before. Well, I always believe that there is a blessing, a gift in the difficult situations and experiences of our life. And because myself, I've been struggling with anxieties and panic attacks since I was five years old. And only for, I think, last nine years, I'm living. I can say just living normally. I see the blessing in that suffering because it made me realize what is really, really important for me. So then I can take that and build my life around it and help my clients see maybe often the deep reasons why they are doing their business and the deep ones that they maybe didn't even know about. Because if somebody tells me, okay, I want to be a business owner because I want to help people or because I want to be free, I understand that it's our dream of all of us, right? But then even if a client has that dream, she often loses herself in the strategies, in the how-tos, in the hustle. Because the more clients, the more money. But then in a few years, if we look back, we see, okay, I earned more money, but I maybe burned out or I didn't have time for my family. Something happened with my partner and I helped them get back to them, to their deep why. Because if there was freedom and they lost it during their business design, during their business lives, there's something that could and should change. And I do it for myself all day, every day, check in, just, I'm, am I on the track or am I slipping away some ways? No. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, without having to sacrifice it all, we have success, but then it comes at a price and at what cost does it come at? So we're talking today about limitless possibilities. How do you see that for women who desire success and they want to build this amazing life, but they feel like they have to work super hard or sacrifice it all in order to have it all? So tell me a little bit more about how can we unlock this limitless possibilities? I like two steps. They are really easy. And the first one is to connect with our inner wisdom. Because that's something that we often forget or ignore in business. We listen to our intuition when it comes to what to eat, when to go to sleep, how to take care of our child, what to do when they're crying or anything like that. But when it comes to business, we tend to ignore that little soft voice that's telling us, don't do that, do that. <laughs> don't go there. I call that person anything. We ignore that because I'm not supposed to do that or this is not how it's done or somebody told me to do it this way, not the way my you know, intuition tells me to do. And that's the first step. Connect to that inner guidance to our hearts daily or monthly. I don't care, but just do it regularly so you can listen to it more and even see what happens. Just try it. Why not? And the other part is that we need to be smart about our businesses. 
Yes, if we are in the first stages when we don't have money, of course, we need to do a lot of stuff that we will be delegating after, but we need to know when to start delegating, where to put our energy. So again, when somebody comes to me and tells me, boy, I'm not earning money, I'm still building my website. I will always ask, okay, why are you building your website if you're not making any money? Why aren't you concentrated on selling, creating something that your clients can come in, some container or one-on-one services, because they heard that they need a website. Okay, you need it, but maybe it could wait a few months, maybe after you won't have to do it, even by yourself. So just be smart if we have four hours per week to work, I get that. I just needed to be smart. I had one hour to for selling, two hours for my clients, and the last hour for some administration. Then I had more time, then I had more, more money, and I could grow. I could invest in ads, in some team, in some my some expertise or anything like that. But smartly taking the steps forward, not rushing it, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes just knowing what steps to take, we all want success, but sometimes we're not being very smart. And I think there is something magical that happens when you become a mother and you're limited to the time. You have to start working smarter because like, hey, I don't have as many hours in my day to now sit at my desk because you don't want to sacrifice that time with your children. I think that really comes from experience. You share a beautiful story about your children and how they came into this world in your book. So I'm excited for people to get to know you a little bit more in the Women Thrive book. So tell me more about why business architect. This is an interesting term. And I know you talk a lot about designing businesses. So it seems like you've got maybe architectural background. Where did it come from and, and how does it relate to business being a business architect? From my energy work, often things like this come during the night. So one day I woke up and in their guidance told me, you are a business architect. And because I'm not always keen on just listening to it blindly, I said, okay, thank you. Let's Google it up. I doubt, what does it really mean? And then I started to understand why this name came. For these last, I don't know, four years, I've been a business mentor. And it was really not so easy to, even for myself, understand what does it mean for me? What do I bring to my clients? When then this name came, it just connected the dots. Because when I talk to my clients, I can zoom out and I can see their entire ecosystem, their entire business. And this is why I never niched myself out to, I don't know, launching or designing programs or creating, I don't know, client experiences, because I really see a business as a whole. I see when something isn't working, how it's connected to the other parts. So if somebody tells me I'm not selling, it's often not the problem in their business. It's often somewhere else. That's why it, it's really about design. Like I often see it as a machine with, or if you imagine 
the clockwork inside. So I see the little circles there. Sometimes one circle is too old that it needs to be changed because that person grew up. She has new experiences, so she needs to change her entire big product base or pricing, or she needs somebody on her team, anything. And this is why I'm a business architect. I really zoom out and then I can zoom in in the little part that isn't working or needs to be, I don't know, tuned more. And yeah, I just love it. <laughs> I love that. I actually think the same way. I love seeing the whole business, the intricacies. Because I say, usually one part of your business affects the other. And you've got to see how does the whole process and everything really comes together. And I love that you have had that same experience of like, okay, it just all came together when you got this title. You mentioned some, something about ecosystem. Talk to me a little bit more about what does it mean to have an ecosystem in your business? It really connects to that limitless growth we can have. And for each of my clients, it means something different. And for me as well. So I will talk about myself because I got at working with groups of people instead of one-on-ones. So my ecosystem is a great platform that I have in Czech Republic. We're now building it in the global scale. And this way, the ecosystem, for example, for me works in the way that my clients are there with me in my container for years. This way we are not stressed out. We can reach out to each other whenever we want to. And that ecosystem brings money to me monthly. And it doesn't change the feeling in me if I have 200 people or 300 people or 1,000 people. And that's something that I love. And it's just one part of it. But I think that's the, the part where we most feel it in our bodies. Because if we feel that having 10 clients is draining or tough, that's not a functioning ecosystem. That means something needs to change. And on the other hand, if we feel that it doesn't matter how many clients will come in, my quality of work and their transformations will be still the same, even bigger and wider, I don't know. That means that the ecosystem has the right road to really function and give us back. That was, that's what I want. Not only give us money, but give us energy back, give us friendships. Because in my field, I have only amazing clients, amazing opportunities like with you, right? And this is what gives me really limitless growth because I know that there's no pressure on me. There's no pressure on my clients and it really feels differently. I love that. It just sounds so sustainable as well. Long-term, it, it feels like it's easy. It doesn't put pressure on you to constantly have to chase clients or worry about where your finance is coming in. And it just gives you that stability and I know in entrepreneurial world, it's hard to get that sustainability and stability that ensures that you can take care of your family, take care of your bills. It's not a job. So I think the biggest thing that entrepreneurs experience in that is that roller coaster of revenue streams. And if you don't have that, it's really, really stressful. 
So you, so you talk about combining strategy and energy work. How important is the energy work that you get to combine with the strategy? For me, and I think for my clients as well, or for all of us, when we find out, it's really crucial because we can think of any strategy with our head, any steps to take forward with our head, with our mind, uh, with our conscious mind, we can say it like that. But often there is the hustle, there is the stress, there is the pushing ourselves because this is how it's done. I planned it out. I need to do it. And still, I don't know how or what the result will be. But if I connect that, that strategy, that mindset work with the heart, with the intuition, with the energy, there comes the ease. There often comes the minute or time when you don't need to figure out the best strategy. It just comes to you. You don't need to figure out what you will be selling because it just comes to you. And most of my work is channeled like that. I channeled amazing eight archetypes that were the answer to my question. Okay, but I can build whatever ecosystem, whatever business my client wants with her. But how can we know what business she should be building? Because like you said before, we often maybe feel what success means to us. We often feel what does it mean to have it all. But often it's created from the outside because we see out. This looks nice. Having a nice car looks nice. Earning this amount of money looks nice. But it's not from our experience. And when we tune in inside and the archetypes really help, we can feel what is really ours. So for some of my clients, it's being in the nature, having their business offline, having only some one-on-one session for days in the nature by their side, like almost none of technology. And other ones are luxury queens when they need a big team, when even their brand is shining and they need to accept that nice things really make them happy and there are more of them but it always changes at least a little bit how we are then building the business because it should support that deep 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 desire of ours that we often suppress or just don't know about it wow i love that that is so, so powerful and it's just so unique to you that you can do that. You can achieve it. It's combining that energy work that feels with ease. Uh, there is, like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, that thought that you've got to work really hard in order to succeed. And it doesn't necessarily mean you will succeed if you work really, really hard. I experienced this myself. I used to work 12 hours a day, 15 hours a day, and I loved my work, but I wasn't making money because I wasn't working smart. I wasn't working in alignment. I wasn't being intuitive. I was just working mindlessly and hoping that something will work. And it wasn't the case. You mentioned something quite interesting. I'm so curious. You talked about the archetypes that you developed. 
what is that? And okay, I will. And I loved what you said about how it worked because even if we go with intuition, it's gonna be hard as well, right? Like for us writing our chapters and stuff like that. But there's always something beneath that that feels and says to us, it's okay. You are on the right path. It's okay, even if you're scared. And that's what the archetypes bring from within. There are eight and they are all only supposed to help us tune into our soul, to our deep mission, to our deep why and to the version of business we should be building. So like I said, there is a nature, nature fay, I think I called it, that she needs to be connected with the nature. And her business, she just, there's the deep knowing that she can't sit by her computer for the entire day because somebody will be able to do that. She can't. So she needs systems. She needs automations. She needs a team that will do it instead of her. And she will be able to be in the nature, be on her farm in the woods and support her clients there. On the other hand, there's, for example, the luxury queen that I mentioned, or I am, for example, the combination of a lazy rebel. <laughs> and that's why I'm so good at my work, because I really always rebel. And I always try to find a way towards the east because I'm lazy and I connect to my laziness. I love it and I don't suppress it. And that's something that when the client sees her in the lazy rebel, she finds out, okay, I've been torturing myself for being lazy, for not wanting to work all day long. And instead I was supposed to accept it, enjoy it and enjoy what comes from it. Because when you are lazy, you can always find a way to work less or more. But if you're the combination with the rebel, always find a way and you always say, okay, that strategy is hard. How could we change it? <laughs> Working smart. Oh my God, lazy rebel. I, I really resonate with that actually, because I'm a Leo and I am like that. And as you say, you become much more resourceful or be able to get things done very, very quickly. So just want to touch on the book. You are co-authoring the Women Thrive book. You shared your beautiful story within it. Tell us a little bit more. Why should people go grab the book? Why they should come and read your chapter? And yeah, I want to hear a little bit more. I feel that we often think that change is hard, that we need to go through tons of therapy and healing and healing and healing. And yes, that's true. We need to heal lots of things. So we can grow, so we can stress less, maybe fear less. But often what helped me was to see that somebody struggles too, that I'm normal, that I'm okay as I am now. Even if I want to be better, I want to heal, it doesn't mean that without that, I'm less. I'm not. And in our chapters, and I feel we cried rivers and rivers while writing all of our chapters, it feels that we are okay as we are now. We can achieve whatever we want as we are now. And we are completely normal because somebody else 
did it too. We are nothing less, nothing more. We are all on the same boat. We are all trying our best. And I think this is the reason why, for me, it's amazing to read our chapters because I always see myself in them. See some part of me that was, I don't know, crying too when the writer was crying. And it heals part of us without needing anything else. So for those of you who don't know yet, we have Women Thrive book, and this is a co-authored book project. Polly is one of all our authors within this book. And I'm very excited because by the time you probably listen to this podcast, the book should be released or just about to be released. So I highly encourage you to go and get yourself a copy, physical copy, digital copy, it doesn't matter. Head over to womenthrivesummit.com forward slash book and grab yourself a copy. I'm so excited because Polly has truly wrote her story from the heart. It's beautiful. It's inspiring. She shares her story of overcoming adversity, overcoming some really challenging situations and really coming through and out of years and years of living with anxiety to then building a life of freedom. And it didn't come without challenges. Uh, beautifully written and inspiring story. So Polly, thank you for your contribution to the book. Thank you. And thank you for making me cry again. <laughs> it's part of the process. Hopefully I'm not making you cry right now, but it is part of the process. As Polly said, yes, we did. We did shed some tears and it is part of the process of writing about our stories. Sometimes our stories can be really deep and personal. This is what you will find inside the book, that we really did go deep with our stories. We did open it up, open ourselves up. We did go raw. And it's in the name of helping other people to experience transformation and realize that perhaps they're not alone. And I'm sure that within this book, you will find some beautiful, beautiful stories that will encourage and inspire you. Polly, I know you're also part of the Women Thrive Summit happening in March. You'll be speaking on our stage. I'm so excited. What can women expect uh, when they attend the Women Thrive Summit at your talk? I'm so excited too. And we will be talking more about the archetypes. So you can really tune in all eight of them. Because I want you to experience ease and the limitless feeling that comes from our deep reason why we are doing what we do and how we can make it even bigger, better and more and easeful. So, yeah, I'm so excited to talk about that. Good. Yes. And the Women Thrive Summit is happening a third week of March. So do make sure you head over to womenthrivesummit.com. Check out our upcoming events. We have monthly short events that's happening throughout the year. And of course, register on a wait list for the Women Thrive Summit to be there to watch Polly's talk live. Actually, you may get to ask questions, perhaps take her quiz, find out what archetype you have and just be part of a community. I think it's so important for us women to, and you talked about this ecosystem and having a community. I think we women really can learn so much from each other and grow through challenges and figure out better ways of doing it, better ways of having it all, really. Polly, how do people get in touch with you? What's the best way to connect with you? I think the best way is 
DM me on Instagram or follow me there or my Facebook profile. There I'm, I think it's the best way to communicate. But you can get inspired on my podcast or YouTube channel too. So I'm looking forward to connect with you and yeah, try the quiz. It's amazing to find out what's there. Amazing. So you can find Polly on Polly Business Architect on Instagram as well as on her website. So Polly Shevchikova. Oh my God. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, Polly, with your surname. <laughs> Great work. Great work. <laughs> Any last parting thoughts before we close out for this podcast? Just wanted to share that dear women, you can really have it all. Just don't let yourselves be stopped by your fears. A decade ago, I wouldn't believe I can have such a business, such a happy life, an amazing family. A year ago, I wouldn't believe that I would be co-authoring a book in English, that I would be building a second business in the global field. And that's the amazing part. It's enough to feel what we want to live and let's just enjoy what comes, what impulses we have, what possibilities we have. and. Yeah, just don't be controlled by fear. Maybe with curiosity, that helps me always. I love that. So this was it for today's interview with Polly. Make sure you connect with her. Some of the show notes will, will guide you towards her links. And we look forward to seeing you on another podcast. And make sure you share this with your friends or share it with social media. I'm sure that everybody could benefit from hearing today's episode on how to really build so limitless success in your business and life. And these are just some of the few conversations that we're having throughout this podcast and within our community. So do make sure you head over to womenthrivesummit.com and register your spot for upcoming summit. That's it for me today. And we look forward to seeing you on another episode. Take care for now. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.